I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. Happy holidays, Do You listeners. I hope you all had a lovely start to your fall and winter festivities. This week, I'm back to answering your voicemails. I'm providing some celeb updates and answering your burning questions. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey guys, welcome back to another voicemail episode. This episode is dedicated to voicemails you guys sent into the number, um, the special voicemail number. It will be posted in the subject of this podcast and it's also definitely posted in highlights. If you guys ever want to call me, leave a voicemail. We do these episodes periodically. I have so much to share with you guys. First of all, I've been spending an extended period of time in Los Angeles and it's like so crazy. I don't know how you guys spot celebrities. Like it is so hard and I've literally been everywhere. I'm going to definitely compile a list of all the restaurants I've been to and give you guys some feedback. I mean, if you want, of course, but um, I think it could be helpful. There were a bunch of spots I was not able to hit. Um, Either I couldn't get a reservation. I could not get a reservation at Horses while I was here, um, but that's one that I definitely wanted to go to. Um, Cafe Stella, I wasn't able to go to all time. In Silver Lake, I wasn't able to go to, but I did hit a bunch that were on your list. I don't know how you guys spot celebrities. 
Like, I have no idea. I give you guys so much credit for A, recognizing them and B, taking their picture and C, even getting any other type of information that you share with me and then I share with the audience. Like, it's not easy. So I just wanted to say, like, on record, to anyone who's criticized my Sunday spotteds as being stalkerish or stalking celebrities, absolutely not. That is not the case because I've tried. I've tried. I I've used the list provided by you guys of celebrity frequented restaurants in Los Angeles. I've been here for a few weeks now and I've only seen a couple celebrities. And one of the celebrities I've seen, it was in a very, very odd situation. When I can give you guys more information about it, I will. But right now, um, I can't say who it was or under what circumstances. Um, But it was a female actress from a show that I know you guys love. It's not on anymore. It was a really good show when it was on. Um, but let's move on. I have a couple updates for you guys. The first one being about Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain. Somebody in the Q&A asked, what's up with Jessica and Michael? And I responded, I don't know, but they are literally always at the Waverly Inn. And a lot of you guys responded, that's because they're in a new series, George and Tammy. But that's like not the point. I know they're in a new series together. They just seem to be spending an awful lot of one-on-one restaurant time together. I'm not insinuating there's anything going on there, but somebody did respond to the Q&A saying, well, he's definitely getting a divorce. I have it on very good authority, a non-please. I'm not, again, not insinuating there's anything going on between Jessica and Michael, just saying they do have a lot of one-on-one dinners in New York, and it can just be two colleagues dining together, discussing their project. The next thing I'd like to update you guys on is the White Lotus cast hookups. You guys asked about this in the Q&A, and I had mentioned that someone sent in a DM, but I wanted to make sure before I posted the DM or I read the DM that, you know, other people confirmed that they had heard the same thing. So let me just read you the first DM I received. It says, Haley Lou Richardson and Megan Fahey. Haley was reportedly engaged, but only recently confirmed that she ended her engagement after two years. Megan was married or committed, but no longer follows her ex. Both of them slept with White Lotus co-stars. Haley slept with Adam. Adam is Adam DeMarco. He plays Albie. And Megan slept with Leo. Leo is the hot British guy whose uncle um, is that really rich gay guy on the series. Um, so I asked if this was truth or rumor. And the person said part is true and the other part is deduction. Megan even went on vacation with Leo after filming ended. Haley and Adam are always together. So that was the initial email I received about that. And, uh, you know, I kind of posted a little teaser yesterday. Didn't mean to tease you guys. I just wanted to make sure 
that that information is correct. And in response to my little teaser, someone submitted, super anon, please, but Megan and Leo, a thousand percent, tons of witnesses, not a whole lot of secrecy behind this pairing. Haley, Lou, and Adam is about 85%, meaning like the person is 85% sure that they're hooking up. Um, Somebody else also said, Anon, please. I can also confirm I'm good friends with a cast member of the show. And while showing me pics and videos of his time in Italy shooting season two, we watched a video of Megan and Leo canoodling in the pool. He explained that they actually got together in real life and were super cute on set. Not sure if they're still together, though, or if it was just a fling. I mean, you have to imagine. I mean, look where they filmed. It's impossible to, you know, not have a fling or fall for someone in that setting. So um, that is that as far as the White Lotus cast pairings. I know a lot of you guys asked about Theo. I hadn't heard anything about him in relation to his behavior on the White Lotus. I did hear a couple rumblings of of things about him. Other than that, you know, I'm going to give you the shifty eye emoji when it comes to that. You guys could do with that what you will. I also did get a lot of DMs regarding my comment on Jennifer Coolidge being difficult. I just wanted to clarify that by saying, you know, I didn't mean it like she was mean to anyone or, you know, she's super demanding or a diva. I think she just has a very specific way of working, which I guess if you're working on an ensemble cast can be considered difficult to the other people you're working with if they don't work in the same way. That's all I really meant. Um, But other than that, only have heard great things about Jennifer Coolidge. I'm posting a bunch of those right now on Instagram. By the time this comes out, they will be saved to highlights. Okay, let's get into the voicemails. Hey, do. My name is Peter. I was wondering if you have any dirt on the um, friendship between Leah Remini and J-Lo. I'm a huge fan of Leah Remini, and I love that you mentioned her in your recent podcast about cults and Scientology. She is uh, such an interesting celebrity to me, and I find her much more likable than Jennifer Lopez, but her and Jennifer Lopez have been best friends for many, many years. However, um, many fans noticed that she did not attend Taylor's wedding to Ben Affleck recently and hasn't posted about their friendship since and has seemed to be closer with Michelle, Michelle Visage. I'm so wondering if you have any insight on their friendship. Hi, Peter. Thank you for your voicemail. Yes, I've posted about JLo and Leah's friendship around the time of JLo's wedding because she didn't attend. And she used the excuse that her daughter was going to college at the time. But I have a very good authority that her daughter did not leave for college until the following week. So I guess technically she could have flew in and out of Georgia for JLo and Ben's wedding. But I did receive a lot of intel on this. I've posted about it. I don't know. Some of you guys didn't believe it. But I mean, listen, like it's coming from a very reliable source. And I wouldn't say that if it weren't true. So let me just recap for anyone who missed it, what I heard allegedly went down between J-Lo and Leah Remini as far as their friendship goes. Things went downhill with J-Lo and Leah after they did 
the movie Second Chances. J-Lo gave Leah a third tier part and Leah milked it for all it was worth, just constantly posting about how they were best friends in the whole wide world and posting funny bloopers and outtakes and just really riding the whole we are besties for everything hard. When in fact, they were very good friends, yes, but Leah was never J-Lo's number one ride or die and always had an inner circle that didn't include Leah. J-Lo got really turned off by how much Leo hyped up the friendship, and she was already a bit annoyed before that when Leo wrote so much about her in her book, All About Escaping Scientology, where she made it seem like she risked life and death protecting J-Lo and Mark Anthony from being indoctrinated at Tom and Katie's wedding, which wasn't true at all. So Leah was already on thin ice when the movie happened and J-Lo was just beyond irritated by her obnoxiousness. Their friendship was on life support from there on out. Then when the movie bombed, Leah was like, we should go live on Instagram to promote it more. We should do something for the DVD release. We should go on Ellen together. And J-Lo was just done and really started freezing her out after that. Leah was always reaching where J-Lo was concerned. She considered J-Lo a BFF and J-Lo was more like, we're just friends. And again, to reiterate, J-Lo was majorly irked about the Tom and Katie wedding passage in Leah's book, where literally she makes it seem like she was nearly killed by David Miscavige for refusing to kidnap J-Lo and take her to Xenu's lair or whatever. Leah definitely did not read the room with the movie promotion stuff. She just really laid it on thick with all the bestie stuff with J-Lo and J-Lo found it super tacky. She may be Jenny from the block, but she's actually super sensitive about keeping things classy and elegant and doing things the right way. Hence, a big legit wedding ceremony even after the elopement. And she thought bragging about their friendship as much as Leah did was really low rent. And also, Leah is kind of a nightmare. Anyone who encounters her also is not very fond of her husband. They are quite the pair and pretty much no one wants to be around them. The minute Ben came back into the picture, there was no way J-Lo and Ben were ever, ever, ever going to go near Leah and Angelo. Not in a million years. Angelo is the kind of guy who would be trying to get Ben to invest in his latest business venture within 20 minutes of meeting him. J-Lo thought Leah was a fun girlfriend to have around sometimes, especially while she was still dating Casper and liked to go out to various clubs where Leah was more than happy to soak up the limelight and dance on tables and have a great time, but they never had that close of a bond. J-Lo told a source that she was glad she had left behind a lot of people in places that just don't fit in her life anymore. So I think that's like a pretty clear picture of what happened. They kind of just grew out of being friends. It seems like Leah kind of held on to to the friendship, of course, like, you know, being besties with J-Lo. I mean, come on, what that can do for your image, I think is worth its weight in gold. So, I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know if you guys feel the same way about J-Lo. I've said a million times that I'm a huge J-Lo fan. I named the character in my book a non-please after J-Lo. Her name is Cricket Lopez, Jennifer Lopez. I think very highly of J-Lo. So I'm going to take this person's word for it. This is what happened. I hope that was very clear. I don't think that that leaves any unanswered questions, but 
If you guys want to know more, let me know. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, let's take the next one. Do. Okay, it's Erica here. I am pop culture obsessed. Okay, your podcast, it's a dream come true. Anyway, I may be showing my age here, but the celebrity I'm dying to know about is my freaking high school crush, Adrienne Grenier. Okay, Grenier? Grenier? What's the tea? Like, is he only dating teeny boppers? Has he had a long-term girlfriend? I feel like I hear a little bit of Playboy news, but really nothing, and I'm dying to know, okay? Uh, Also, when I picture him as my crush, it's during the Drive Me Crazy era with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, obviously, Entourage being a close second, despite him being a douche. Second thing, I don't know if you need to edit this out, pause for that, Karen Reeves. Can you remind us how to get in touch with this amazing psychic, okay? I'm also a believer in the paranormal. And please remind us, you know, how we can get in touch with her. Do I love you. 
Thank you. And again, you can use this on the podcast. Okay, bye. (laughs) Erica, Erica, I loved your voice message. Thank you so much. Okay, let's get Karen out of the way. You can find Karen on Instagram at K-A-R-Y-N-R-E-E-C-E. Beware of imposters because for some reason, psychics on Instagram have people impersonating them and DMing people, asking them for money. This has happened to both Karen and Jonathan. Um, So Karen's Instagram account, there's pictures of her. There's everything about her on it. So you could find information about how to book a reading with her there. She is wonderful. Um, I'm so glad you asked about Adrian. This does not show your age at all. In fact, OGs will remember that Adrian was a huge topic of discussion on my Instagram in 2020. In fact, he spawned two nicknames. The first one being VPD. That stands for Very Pretty Dick. Somebody who hooked up with Adrian said he had a really nice penis. So we called him VPD. The second nickname was Save the Turtles because I don't know if you guys know this, but he's really into the environment. He's like a Leo DiCaprio light. Um, He is really into the environment. He's very passionate about straws. Do not use a plastic straw around him. I am dead serious. I'm not even trying to make a joke. I've had messages sent to me about his disdain for plastic straws. I have a huge, huge Adrian file. So I will just read a couple of DMs that I've received about him. Um, He is married and he is married to somebody who is a little bit younger than him. He was known for, you know, liking women who were a little bit younger than him. I won't go as far to say he was like a Jared Leto, but you know, maybe, maybe inching into that territory. Let's dive in to the Adrian Grenier file. Okay, this is this is interesting. Again, you guys, these DMs could span anywhere from 10 years ago to two years ago. So there were a lot of hookup stories. Like he hooks up with a lot of normies or he did hook up with a lot of normies. I'm sorry, he's married now. Um, so there were a lot of of hookup stories. Um, Adrian played the celibate card with my friend last year after they had had a bunch of sex. Apparently, he's deeply committed to celibacy and wants emotional romance, but not physical. And I asked, can you jump in and out of celibacy like that? And the person said, not in any way I've heard of. It sounds like he indulges whatever he feels like at any given time. Plus, if he really does have a VPD, (laughs) see, guys, like we literally called him VPD, Um, then it seems like he can do whatever he wants. Save the turtles while celibate one day. Bang entourage fans the next. So, yeah, he was like pretty infamous like on. um, Ooh, my voice just got really high there talking about him. Um, I don't know. I'm getting like really nostalgic. Um, I got excited. Okay. Let's look at another one. Also, this was before he was married, but he was really big into meeting people on Instagram. He was definitely a celebrity who, if you DM'd, he would reply. So, um, somebody says, I decided to message him on Instagram, not thinking he would reply. Well, he did. He firstly, 
didn't want to meet up because of my age. I'm 24. Okay, that's good. Like, good for him. That was me adding that in. Um, But eventually he caved in. VPD, very hairy, loves to be in control. Also, was into baby talking to me during sex. He loves weed. We kept seeing each other up until March. He hurried back to the United States once COVID hit. He is a beautiful soul, but very dramatic. Was into deep talks and feelings. P.S. He's still in love with Isabel Lucas. Yikes. He dated Isabel Lucas. Um, she is an actress. I don't know if you guys know her. She's kind of like, I guess, she was a model. And then she became an actress. I would say like a C-list actress. Okay, here's another one. And, and somebody said this wasn't true, but... You know, I'm a big stickler for tipping. Somebody said he does not tip. In fact, I'll share a story. On his birthday, he pulled a favor at a really difficult to get into restaurant. He brought in a bunch of people and left without paying. He didn't think he should have to pay a thing. I had to call my friend who called his mom to get him to come back to pay. I remember this so crazy to call his mom to get her to come back and pay. And then he did pay, but he still didn't tip. It was appalling. And he does use. (laughs) And he does use plastic straws. He's literally the worst. Oh, my God. I fucking love it. It's like those celebrities that say they're vegan, but aren't. Um, Wait. This is another person can confirm VPD is a no plastic straws kind of guy. My friends ran into him at dinner in Austin within the last year and ended up sitting with him for a second. He legit picked up all of the straws out of their drinks and tossed them. I mean, these are like the kind of Adrian stories like I would get. I mean, they're all like, you know, pretty, pretty funny. Um, sex stories like he has a hairy bush like he has a nice penis and he's passionate about straws like that's pretty much it I think also at one point um he was looking for a polygamous relationship is that the one where you're a guy and you have two girlfriends I think so he was looking for that type of relationship and the woman that he was talking to like wasn't into it and he was like trying to get her into it but she wasn't into it so she winded up like breaking up with him um but he you know he kind of lives like a very eccentric lifestyle I don't know also if you guys remember but he posted a picture of himself diving naked into a pool and you could see his penis in the picture on Instagram he obviously did it by accident but if you screenshot the picture which obviously somebody did and sent to me you could see his penis um (laughs) here's another one for his ex's birthday he planned a surprise party and made everyone venmo him one hundred dollars in advance she was mortified when she found out afterwards it's just funny little anecdotes like that you know nothing too offensive um a lot of pictures. He takes pictures with fans. I have a bunch of pictures of him with you guys. So, I mean, I could, the file's huge. It's literally huge. I think that if anyone listening was around in 2020, they will definitely remember this period where I posted a lot about him just because there were so many stories. He interacted so much with normies. 
um, that there were just like a plethora of stories about him. So let me know if you want to hear more, but thank you for your question. Okay, what are we doing next? Hi, Drew. This is Elena. I've recently been listening to the Dak Shepherd podcast, and I wondered if you had anything on him and Kristen. I've read a few things about them having an open relationship or they used to in the past, and I was just curious if they are nice to their fans and everything like that. Um, I'm a big fan of both Dax and Kristen Bell, so I'm hoping you have good things to say, but I want to know the true tea. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Elena. Thank you for your question. So, oh, God. Okay. So, again, I do have a Dax and Kristen Bell file. I have a bunch of posts about them. There was a recent blind item I will reveal to you guys today. It was about them. I don't remember the exact wording. It's probably on Reveal Moi. It was something along the lines of they met at a smoothie shop to like exchange the kids. Like he was coming to pick up the kids from her or vice versa. And he, somebody heard him make a comment to her like you know you could talk to me or like you could look at me so I don't know if they were in a fight or if they lived separately and you know they were doing the kids switch I don't know I'm not exactly sure I have heard that they have an open marriage but to be honest with you like I've heard it more from his side and not really anything from her side, if that makes sense. So is that open or is that cheating? I have no idea. I'm not exactly sure. But let me dive into my Dax and Kristen folder. There was a blind item a while ago, and I'll read it to you unblinded right now. And it was about Dax. Somebody said, I worked on a movie with Dax Shepard. He was completely unhinged and thought everyone was out to get him. He was the definition of crazy. He threw stuff at people working under him, locked them in rooms and yelled at them, made people cry on the regular, would complain about literally the new hire assistants all the way up to the head of the network. Like extremely unnecessary and vindictive for a big celeb like that to go after young 23-year-olds just starting their career and blacklist them. I work in entertainment and I've met a lot of people, but Dax has by far been the worst. He has burned a lot of bridges. Kristen is quiet and would come to the studio a lot and just watch him mistreat people. She seems kind of meek and just acted like his episodes were something normal to deal with. It was kind of sad to be honest. So this was a blind item posted probably in 2020 or 2021. It was about Dax Shepard. I know he does talk openly about his sobriety and his relapse. So perhaps this was during a very difficult time. Um, but that was a very disheartening account of what it's like to work with him. And I did hear a couple of other similar accounts. Now, as far as Kristen Bell, I've heard nothing of the sort about her. Totally opposite. Let me just read you a couple DMs in the archives. Um, this is about Kristen and Dax. Um, they are genuinely very nice and kind people, but Kristen is really cheap. Some might say she's frugal. Always wanted to get products donated to her, even to the point of wanting our team to call Maybelline and get them to send her mascara. This was before the days of companies just sending out products to celebs nonstop 
pre-social media and influencers. She was known to buy from Craigslist to get cheap deals on furniture, but I always just thought she was super kind and just trying to be smart with her money. So there's nothing wrong with that. I kind of, I'm into that. Um, somebody said, oh my God, yes. I went to a baby group with them. They're super nice. My son started drinking her daughter's bottle of breast milk. I said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And Kristen said, oh, no big deal. I don't care if you don't. He will get my antibodies. That's pretty generous of her. Okay. Somebody said, I spent an entire day with them doing PR for blank. They wanted me to leave out what they were doing PR for. They are basically angels. Nice to everyone. Neither of them ate at the media lunch. Kristen changed her outfit six times that day for all the PR engagements and Dax did not. He was like, I don't care. He's the funnier one by far and chatted with me much more. Kristen stopped for every fan, though, and would talk and take pics. They do eat. They had John's Pizza sent at one point to eat in the car. Kristen and I talked about New York pizza. Her favorite is John's. I argued for Joe's. Kristen's stylist was there all day, too, and she was super nice. You could tell Kristen and her were like sisters. So, yeah, just a bunch of really positive experiences um, with Kristen Bell. And, and Dax is there, too, for some of them. Here's another just Kristen Bell one. I was an intern for a small entertainment company a couple years ago and got to work closely with Kristen Bell. I was an escort for an FYC panel for The Good Place. She was so nice and friendly. She was easily the most famous person in the room and was the only cast member who even acknowledged me and the other interns. She asked me about my job and complimented my outfit. She came off as a super normal and nice young mom and was not intimidating at all. Again, I mean, they're all just like pretty positive um, Kristen Bell stories. Kristen Bell is hands down the sweetest celeb I've ever met. When I started working in the business as an office PA, my very first job was on a small tier movie in New York City. Kristen was flying in from L.A. with her daughters for the shoot, and I was the person who had to greet her and help her into her apartment. When Kristen arrived, she was alone with her two kids and two giant suitcases, no nannies, no assistance. She and her kids were so sweet. I took one suitcase up and she took the other. She asked me about where I was living and we discussed how much we love Bleecker Street Pizza over Joe's. Another pizza conversation. That's pretty funny. And how she was taking her kids there that night. The next day, Kristen came into my tiny closet office at work and greeted me by my name and thanked me again for the night before. So all just like really positive Kristen Bell stories. Again, as far as their relationship goes, you know, I have posted and I have heard that there is some openness to their relationship. Again, you know, I've only heard it be on Dax's side. You know, I never heard like Kristen Bell was seen with such and such man. I know there were paparazzi pictures of her that came out last year or the year before of her and a co-star. I think they were working out or they were at a park and people speculated that there was something going on between them, but I never heard that to be true. I hope that answers your question. Hi, do this is Courtney. Just have a quick question or maybe just your opinion. Do you honestly think it is a very like 100% good co-parenting between Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Like, do you really think she really likes Dakota? Because I used to, I heard or I read that she really didn't like his other girlfriend, um, Annabelle Wall. So just wondering, like, is it really she likes them together or is it just all fake? I love you. Bye. 
Hi, Courtney. Thank you so much for your question. Yes, I do think that Gwyneth Paltrow sincerely likes Dakota Johnson. You know, I've never heard anything of the contrary. I know that there's a lot of rumors out there about them. You know, they're two Nepo babies. They're two huge Nepo babies. So, you know, maybe there was like a little bit of competition between them. I'm sure they knew each other from being in the business and, you know, having insanely famous parents. Um, but I think that like everything is copacetic between everyone. Gwyneth Paltrow seems unbelievably content and happy with her husband, Brad. So I can't imagine that there is any contention between her and Dakota regarding Dakota's relationship with Chris Martin. Like any. And maybe in the beginning, like I said, because they were both Nepo babies, they both grew up in the business. Maybe there was a little bit of like, hmm, hmm, you know what I mean? But no, nothing now. And I think these rumors get perpetuated online by Dakota Johnson's fan base because I I don't know if you guys know this. I've talked about it a million times, but Dakota Johnson has like a really, really passionate fan base from the Fifty Shades franchise. and. There are people out there that believe that her and Jamie Dornan are are in a secret relationship and have a secret baby. So I tend to believe that like maybe some of the continuing Dakota slash Gwyneth Paltrow riff rumors that exist today are from that. I don't think there's anything there between them today that would constitute them not liking each other. Thank you for your question. I am high on like 20 milligrams of edibles and I literally thought someone answered. Hi, I'm Haley. Earlier today, I was thinking about how the number one celebrity that I would have a Vegas elopement with is John Hamm. And I just want to know, is he like generally a good guy? Or just like any to you have on John Hamm in general. I... Don Draper really did it for me. Um, Bye. I love you. (laughs) Haley, thank you for your question. Please, everyone take edibles and leave me voice messages because that was very enjoyable. Yes. I mean, listen, uh, John Hamm is another one with a very passionate fan base. People don't like his current girlfriend. Um, They think that he pays her to keep her around. I've heard nothing to confirm that. I'm just telling you guys what the fans say. Um, you know, John John Hamm is tricky. You know, John Hamm has had some drinking issues. He's been to rehab. I am not 100% sure if he is currently sober, um, you know, which is fine. That's like his battle. Like sometimes I think that when a celebrity announces that they are sober and they decide to have a drink or have been seen having a drink. You guys like act like it's illegal. Like, isn't he sober? Not John Hamm. I'm just saying like in general, for example, I'll give you an example, Bradley Cooper, like, isn't he sober? And you know, that is for them to decide. And if they were previously sober and now they don't want to be sober anymore, that's, you know, that's for them to decide. Like there's nothing illegal about that. You know, that's their own journey. 
And I think John Hamm falls into that category. Um, you know, I haven't really heard anything too terrible about him work wise for sure. Nothing terrible. He has encountered a lot of fans and sometimes he's a little grumpy. Um, but for the most part, he's nice. I do have a John Hamm file. So let me dip into that. Um, somebody says, I sat down next to John Hamm at a bar. We were both alone waiting for our friends to show up. He made a joke to me that his beer smelled like dick cheese. I remember saying, Oh, delicious. There was an old film playing on the TV and we chatted about movies for about 10 minutes. I didn't say anything about who he was and he couldn't have been nicer. Um, I said that literally made me throw up a little because the visual of dick cheese makes me want to vomit. I'm so sorry I even had to say those two words on this podcast. Okay, here we go. I saw John Hamm at a party in New York City last year and he did not look so great. The top of his head, oh God, here we go. The top of his head hair was completely bald, but he had the front part sticking up to try to cover the baldness so that you couldn't see it in his pictures. It was bizarre. He is so handsome. I feel like he could totally rock a buzz if he's balding, but he was super nice and smiley and friendly and was clearly only there for an appearance, but he hung around for a while. 10 out of 10. Random, but just remembered, this was years ago, but my boyfriend and I were having a drink at Italy Flatiron and we were at a table next to John Hamm and Kristen Wiig. I remember thinking it was crazy that they were there since it was so touristy. Anyways, he was absolutely hammered. He was drunkenly getting more and more upset by how long the service was taking, but he threw a wad of cash down on the table and stormed off. Not belligerent, just really drunk and impatient. Kristen looked super embarrassed, quietly apologized to everyone near them and ran off after him. Here's another one. Okay, this is very interesting because I met John Hamm last year at blank. I guess they wanted me to take out where they met him. Um, he came in with two much younger women for dinner and my friends and I were so excited that we spilled red wine all over the white tablecloths. Our waiter made a whole thing out of it and told John that he made a bunch of girls make a mess. At the end of the meal, I went up to him and was like, it's us. We're those girls. And he shook my hand and said, hi, how are you? John Ham?" And then shook my friend's hands, too. But I'm still shook that he was with two younger girls. Were they the same girls? Who's to say? OK, so. There was another DM that was submitted about him with two young girls. I think that somebody identified one of them to be his assistant. That's what it was. Um, here's another one. This must be during the time that he was having drinking issues. Um, I waited on John Ham, and he ordered like eight drinks while sitting alone and didn't seem drunk at all. I asked, where was this? And they said this was at Craig's in L.A. So, you know, that's really basically it. I mean, he's out and about. He meets his fans. He seems pretty nice. And that's all I got. Thank you for your question. OK, hit me. Hi, dude. This is Melanie. Uh, I love you. I love the pod and I love the book. And I just wanted to know if you ever get any intel on Tom and Zendaya. I feel like they're a pretty private couple, but Zendaya has been speaking out a little bit more about them lately. So I just wanted to know if you have any intel. Thanks so much. Bye. Hi, Melanie. Thank you for your question. Also, thank you for reading my book. And I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone out there who has purchased the book, who has read the book, who has reviewed the book, who has written me about the book. You guys are awesome. Um, 
you know, trying to sell a book is, <laughs> is no joke. It was not what I expected. It's not like trying to sell a sweatshirt. So I appreciate you guys bearing with me. I know I'm posting a lot about the book, but you know, there's a lot of pressure to sell, sell, sell it. And, you know, Instagram is my number one marketing tool. So um, I'm just trying to get the word out there. So I appreciate your patience with all of my book posts. Um, I also, you know, I repost you guys buying the merch and buying the book because honestly, I'm so appreciative. And I want you guys to know that like, I see you, I see you posting, I see you wearing the merch, I see you reading the book. I'm so grateful. Um, you know, I just want to show my appreciation to the people that support me. So, um, you know, I promise it'll calm down a little bit, but, um, right now we're in the thick of it. The book came out three weeks ago. If you guys weren't aware, my book, Anon Please, came out November 8th. Link in my Instagram bio to purchase. Thank you. Okay, that's my little book spiel. Um, about Tom and Zendaya, there are rumors going around TikTok and Twitter that they're engaged. So if I hear a rumor like once, twice, I'm like, eh, whatever. But these rumors ramped up. So I reached out to two people that I trust and I'm like, what is going on with this? Is it true? And I'm going to be honest with you guys. One person said, I wouldn't be surprised if it's true, that it could be true. And the other person said, it's unclear. So it could be true. Like they can't get a straight answer, I guess, from their circle or their reps or, you know, people that know them. So and they are notoriously private, like both of them are private. I mean, I think they do give us little glimpses of their relationship on social media. I know the fans love that. Um, They're a really cute couple. You know, again, we've heard the rumors. Are they PR? Aren't they PR? I've always maintained that they are 100% not PR. He is so into her. I mean, that's like from his side. He is really, really into her. So, which is really cute, you know, to address those engagement rumors like TBD could be true, guys. Like, I'm first, I'm the first to say, like, if I think something's BS and, you know, from a couple trusted sources who say it could be true, like, I'm saying let's, let's watch out for this one. Could be true. Thank you for your question. Hi, this is Beth. I know this is old news, but it is something that has driven me insane. I would love to know the real reason that Anna Ferris walked out on a hit show, I'm talking about mom, just so suddenly when everything had been set, the scripts, the the props, everything, she just up and walked out. I would love to know the real reason. Thank you. I love your show. Bye. Hi, Beth. Thank you so much for your question. I had to ask around a little bit for this one. I, I knew the answer, but I knew a, a very basic answer to this question. So um, I asked someone to get a little more into it, and this is what they said. Anna had some issues during the filming of that show, and Allison Janney was fed up with dealing with it. Um, Anna had been known to be late to set. They had to do reshoots, and Allison was fresh off her Oscar and demanded way more money 
And a real easy way to come up with that cash was to give Allison a big chunk of what the show was giving Anna. It was like the perfect storm of the show needing more money and being tired of Anna's issues. And Anna also saying she wanted to leave and then being like, yeah, maybe you should leave. Um, the show can claim it's mutual, I suppose, since Anna wasn't in love with doing the show anymore. So that was basically it. That's what the person said. Um, she was over it and it showed and Allison wasn't happy about that. And she wasn't happy about how laid back Anna was being about it all. And it led them to calling it a day with her. That's like what happened basically. So I hope that answers your question. It's kind of sounds like to me that it was like mutual, but like, also not mutual. Do you know what I mean? You know that feeling like if you're at a job and you could kind of feel like you're like not wanted? That's what it sounds like to me. Um, so if you're feeling that you're not wanted and you're having personal issues, like the best solution is to just walk away. And I think people were surprised to see her walk away because it was such a popular show. But, you know, your health and your mental health, I think, comes before anything else. So that's it. Okay, guys, we're out of time for today. Thank you so much as always for submitting your voicemails. If I didn't get to your voicemail, um, because there were a bunch that we had on deck that I didn't get to, I will get to them next time. And I want to thank you guys for submitting questions about celebrities. We don't always talk about, you know, I had someone message me the other day, say, I'm so sick of you posting about the same celebrities, but it's all like based, you know, mainly on you guys, like who you guys want to know about, who you guys are asking questions about. Um, that's what I go by. And I think that sometimes the more popular celebrities get submitted more. So they get talked about more because I see their names so much like the, the Chris Evans and the Timmy Chalamet's and the Selena Gomez's. But I love talking about like John Hamm and um, I know Will Arnett is the topic that's on Instagram right now. Like I love talking about like those type of celebrities as well. So as long as you guys keep submitting, you know, not the usual suspects, you know, we can we can keep talking about them. So as always, thanks again and I'll see you next time. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.